Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Let's welcome our guest on the line tonight, Pierre Isa, former Bafana Bafana a defender, a man who went to play over f- almost 50 times for his country, two World Cups and three Afcons. He joins us on the line. Pierre, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us in South Africa tonight. Good evening. How are you doing? No, we're fine. Thanks, Pierre. Good to hear from you. And you are in Dakar. What takes you to Dakar, Senegal? <laughs> and, you know, as usual, I'm football-wise. So uh, I'm here to watch the game uh, tomorrow against uh, Egypt because I have some of my, my boys playing and uh, captain some players here in the, in the local teams. Oh, so you're there to watch that World Cup qualifier? Were yeah, you... correct. Yeah, against yeah. Egypt. Were you in the first leg also? Sorry? Were you were you in the first leg in Cairo also for the match? No, in Cairo, no, I was not. No, no, in Cairo, I was not. I just arrived two days ago here in Senegal, but I was not in Cairo. I was in Paris, actually. Oh, okay. And you're saying you're there to look at some of your players. What does it mean? Are you an agent? Do you look after players' interest? Are you managing players, Pierre Issa? Yeah, correct. Yeah, true. I mean, after uh, uh, I stopped playing, I started to be a manager and taking care of players. And then uh, I was uh, for two years for director of uh, Olympiacos in Greece. Mm. And then uh, I spent some time with my family because I had two girls. And uh, mm. I took back again my, my agency for the, for the last years. And now I'm taking care of uh, all players around Europe and especially uh, in France. And when you say you take care of players, does it mean you find them clubs, you look after their affairs? What exactly? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, you know, the main thing is to try to find, uh, you know, boys who have a quality and, uh, and a promising uh, future. Try to help them first, to, especially here from Senegal or from Africa, to, to, to come to Europe to make some trials and then after that to sign them. And then uh, hopefully uh, bring them to the top of the level, you know, uh, to their national team and also to play uh, for, for all players the dreams to play in Champions League and Europa League. So uh, this is the main uh, philosophy of our company and so far we are, we are quite happy about that. Oh, great stuff. And who are some of the players that you look after in, in Senegal in the national team? Yeah, uh, we have uh, uh, two players actually. We have the central back. With uh, Papa Bussisse, who's playing for, for Olympiakos mm. uh, in Greece, the giant. And uh, the other one is Usain Ubarota, is another central defender. So uh, we actually have uh, two central defenders. We didn't do it on purpose, but it's a position <laughs> that, uh, we know very, <laughs> that we know very well. So uh, we, are, yeah, we, are, we are following them, and uh, we are very proud of uh, all the progress that the boys made in the last four years, you know, to come from here, from... Uh, from Senegal and then after that to be in France and now to be in Greece and also to play in your national team something that all players would like to uh, represent in the future. And they're African champions too. Um, and besides these players in Senegal, where else are your players uh, that you represent, Pierre Issa? Yeah, look, uh, uh, most of them are, are all over. I mean, in France we have a lot of players, in Greece, uh, in Netherlands. I mean, our plan is to scout like I told you, you know, we have now good relations here in Senegal with uh, local teams and also in Guinea, uh, also where we are close to some academies. And, uh, yeah, we, we bring them over in Switzerland or in Greece or in France. And then after that, yeah, we, we, we help them to, to, to reach the highest level. But also we have players who are already in France and also we, we help them to, to, to get a better, a better career. 
some certain division to join things in certain regions. So, you know, it's just not something specific. I mean, we are, we are based in France, but we are moving all around in, in Europe. Okay, there seems to be a lot of focus on West African players. Is that is that correct? Is there a reason for that? Sorry? I'm saying you seem to represent a lot of players from West Africa. Yes, true, true. I mean, you know, it's, uh, what is good is uh, that the station for them is quite good. Mm. And it's also not so far from uh, where I'm based because I'm based in France and in Greece. So it's like five to six hours flight. And it's something that, you know, it's very, very easy to do, I mean, during the week or whatever. So, yeah, it's, uh, most of the part in Africa is there. But hopefully, you know, now that uh, the COVID has dropped a bit, maybe I'll also try to make some, team, uh, some trips in uh, South Africa and maybe help one or two boys or so to, 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 to come out. Why not? Yeah. And, and maybe where do you think we are lacking in South Africa compared to maybe the West Africans, Pierre? Because we don't have players playing in the top leagues in Europe here in South Africa. Yeah, but you know, uh, this is totally different because if you take the league here in these countries, I mean, uh, one of the best leagues in Africa is uh, PSL. I mean, if you take Egypt and you take South Africa, it's one of the best leagues in, uh, in, in the continent. So it's not so easy also for the boys, you know, especially in South Africa to say, okay, I just want to go and make it in Europe because they're quite, they have quite everything there at home. You know, they have facilities, they have good stadiums, they're earning also some good money and the league also is competitive. So, you know, it's not so easy. I think you just have to have maybe some people also around you to try to push you to go and make it because, you know, our boys are quite talented and I'm sure that some of them come also more in Europe, maybe also to extend the, the Bafana, Bafana team. You know, we get experience from uh, big games in, in Europe. It can also help uh, to strengthen the, the, the national team. Yeah. And, Pierre, we once said Keegan Dolly was linked with the move to Olympiacos. Were you at Olympiacos at the time? Were you behind that move or that proposed move? Well, actually, actually, yes, yes, I was involved in that. And uh, we spoke a lot with his family, with his father and also with his agent. Mm. Uh, yeah, we were. I, I can tell you, we were quite very close to to signing. He was very uh, enthusiastic also to 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 come over because it was a team who's playing the type of football that uh, Keegan likes. You know, I mean, attacking football, ball possession, uh, and also they are very known to have offensive good players. So when you're offensive player, you like to have the ball. You know, you don't like to run so much. And we were we were we were quite close, but uh, then Montpellier, you know, uh, paid more money on the transfer fee, and then uh, the deal was done with uh, with Montpellier. But uh, yeah, we were we were quite very close to him over. Oh, wonderful! And then at Olympiacos as a sporting director, then what does what does that role entail? Because it seems like it's becoming a new role also here in South Africa. What do you do when you're a sporting director? Ah, uh, you deal with everything. You know, uh, I did it for two years and. Uh, I said to myself, you know, uh, after that, uh, my wife got uh, pregnant, so I said I would spend time with my family. But it's a 24-hour job. You need to prepare the team, to scout the players, to build the team with the coach, to see what the coach needs to prepare his team uh, during the whole season, and of course to settle the budget. But also at the same time, you also need to prepare the balance of the team and start to, start to prepare also players to be sold and also to replace them. But you need to at least be assessed of the coach every day it has been fine, speak to the players. You know, uh, it will take me a long time to discuss <laughs> with you the role of sport director on the phone. But it's, uh, yeah, you're spending 24 hours on the phone and uh, with the team and, 
and doing everything that can make the team happy and the coach was also satisfying with what the players need. And to also make a good balance because to scrap the young players who are cheap and to, to, to sell them in the future after one or two years when I start to play in uh, Europa League or Champions League. Ah, wonderful. Okay, if you're just joining us, we are speaking to Pierre Issa from Abafana Bafana International, just finding out what he's been up to. He looks after players' affairs. He's in Senegal, Dakar at the moment, ahead of uh, tomorrow's uh, World Cup qualifier between um, Egypt, of course, and uh, Senegal. It is a repeat of the World Cup final, I mean of the Afcon final, as we've all been saying. So he's got a couple of players that he looks after, and that's why he's in Senegal now, and he's just telling us more about his role. By the way, if you missed it last Friday, Egypt lead 1-0 from the first leg um, at home. I believe we've got callers here and voice notes. We're going to take a quick break, and if you want to say hi to Pierre Issa, you're more than welcome to 061-4104-107 is the number for voice notes, and you can call directly on 011-714-2006. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Let's go to the lines and we go to Pulukwane. That's where we find France. Good evening, France. Tabiso, evening. How are you? We're fine, thanks. Our guest is on the line, Pierre Issa. Uh, the legend, Pierre, how are you? How okay. are you, my brother? Uh, fine. Okay, but, um, great, Pierre. Uh, Tabiso, I just want to find out from Pierre, uh, the current crop, of the generation that we're, or I mean, is in France today uh, to represent us tomorrow. Um, is he happy about the kind of players that we are having there? And uh, I know the coach said, no, we can't beat France. Uh, he's just want the boys to go and represent us and do well. Uh, but maybe we can pull, I mean, a shock surprise tomorrow because with the trust that I have in those players. And lastly, uh, he's focusing mostly in West and East Africa. What about uh, the PSL and uh, uh, Sadek players, you know, is he coming and have a look at them when they play, maybe to recruit them to overseas? And what is his current take on the current administration of our football uh, in South Africa? That That's all my questions for him. Okay, uh, thanks, France. Let's find out how much he is following. Firstly, Pierre, Bafana Bafana is rebuilding. There's a new coach in Hugo Bruce. It's a young squad. He's got rid of the senior players. That's the young squad that will be playing against France tomorrow. Uh, what do you make of this, of, of, of this decision from the coach and the squad? He's taken to France. No, I think uh, it's, it's a big challenge for them, and I think it's something good to to restart from uh, from zero. And I think the next step for for the country is hopefully to qualify for for Ivory Coast for the African Cup. And I think what is the better challenge for for them is to play tomorrow against the, the world champion in France. I think they have nothing to lose, and uh, I believe we will see uh, a lot of uh, of good things from them. And hopefully, you know, they have nothing to do, so they just have to show themselves. And uh, I think the coach also is trying to build uh, a new spirit in, uh, in the team. So hopefully, uh, they will gain confidence and, uh, and have a good result uh, tomorrow because uh, you can see it was not easy for France also to beat uh, Ivory Coast uh, in Marseille uh, last week. And the coach has come out, Pierre, already to say that Bafana Bafana is going to lose against France. People were, were not happy here in South Africa, saying he's already accepting defeat. Is the coach right there to be realistic, or should he have sounded more confident? No, you never play a game when you say you're going to already lose it. But uh, at the end, you have to put what uh, actually France is today. I mean, they are today world champion, and you have to respect it. But you are not, nothing afraid about it. So, I mean... The coach, of course, would just, I believe, would tell them, you guys who are here in France playing against the, the, the world champion, we have nothing to lose. So I believe uh, there's no pressure on them, and they just enjoy the game, and I'm sure they will do that. But like I told you again, if you see now, Italy has, has missed two World Cups, 
in football, things go very quickly. So I, mean, I believe tomorrow is a good game to challenge yourself against the best. And this is what every, every player wants to do and every coach who wants to play against the best. So tomorrow it will also put a level where we are actually and what we must be too. But I think, you know, there will be a, a, a job to do and uh, I'm, I'm sure that all the guys will be very excited to play that, uh, that game in front. And just to come back to Frank, and like you asked about, yeah, yes, like I said before, of course, I will, uh, I will uh, hopefully trip uh, also to South Africa, try to make also some, uh, some, uh, some games and see some players there and, uh, and hopefully help also whoever wants, whoever, whoever would like to, to, to try to bring him over and, uh, and, and find a club also in, uh, in Europe. Okay, wonderful, Pierre. Yes, so we've got a couple of voice notes. Let's hear from the listeners. Good evening, Pierre. Uh, <clears throat> speaking to uh, Tommy here uh, in the Karoo, Fort West. Uh, it's great to hear what you are currently doing when you're looking after players on international platform. Since you were also a uh, defender for Bafana Bafana, uh, we would like you to do it more here at home for our players. You know, come back with the experience that you've shared over the years. And remember, we're playing France, eh? France, where you scored in the World Cup own goals. You remember? Moran, Nicolas in Cape Town. I think uh, I think the reason uh, we don't have uh, uh, too much a lot of players uh, that are playing in the in the European leagues, it is because our league is uh, is a bit uh, you know by the quality is a bit close to those uh, to those uh, European leagues. So and then our players uh, they see no reason to go out there and play there, and uh, really. There, there must be some other reasons that that, that we don't know. Uh, also, the players uh, maybe maybe one day they can tell why they are not uh, playing to the standard whereby they would sell themselves. They are the only ones that knows. Thank you. Bye bye. Uh, good evening, member. This is Lipita here. Uh, send my regards to Piaisa. Uh, Piaisa is one of the players who was very much unfortunate in South Africa. If there's one thing that I've realized in, in this particular world is that the mainstream media will destroy an individual. Piraisa, if people had a, an, an adequate analysis of in terms of what type of player he was, you would realize that in terms of timing, the man possessed excellent qualities in terms of timing. I like that. It was very much unfortunate that uh, it happened that uh, he was part of those own goals. And for that, many people find it difficult to, to forgive him. Isa. Maybe if we if we were in Colombia, uh, you remember what happened to Escobar. And uh, for such things, it's very unfortunate. But for me, I'll always rate Kiraisa very high in terms of his playing qualities because it was for the first time I would see someone who was possessing timing, natural timing. He never panicked. But for that, we'll always respect you, Mr. Isa. Uh, keep well wherever you are. South Africa must always be your home. I thank you. Okay, thanks for that. Um, and as I mentioned, I mean, the man went on to play almost 50 times for his country, played at two World Cups also. But, Pia, obviously, when we talk to you, people will remember their own goals and all of that. Does it bother you when people bring it up still so many years later? Has it has it bothered you before? No, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it's part of the, the history. And, uh, and uh, like I said, you know, uh, most important also is after, after that, 
I had uh, many tournaments to play with the country, especially with Bafana. I mean, the African Cup, where we did quite good, and uh, uh, we finished uh, third in, and we had African Cup in Ghana, and other good games that we played also uh, with the national team. So, no, that doesn't bother me, but of course it's part of the story, and uh, <laughs> we prefer that not to happen. But uh, especially now, even after so many years, yeah, we still speak about it. And uh, like I told you, it's part of the history and you learn from that. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm like that. I always keep going and keep uh, pushing forward. So uh, this is my, my, ment- my mentality. And uh, you, have to, you have to live with that. Yeah, but how did you feel, Pierre, when people were saying, no, this one is bought, he's not interested in playing for Bafana, Bafana, and all of that? Maybe because they didn't know you at the time. Didn't that, didn't that hurt at the time, though? Now, look, I think there's always a, a, a dilemma between players who are playing at home and players who are out and uh, who never played before. You know, we have, I mean, some of the players also have it in other countries, in Africa, in other countries, in Europe. There's always a dilemma like that. But uh, no, it doesn't bother me because, like I told you, I mean, I was pretty well accepted by everybody, by the staff, by the players. And, uh, you know, I had, like, like you said before, around 50 caps, and I was very happy and lucky to, to, to play for the country. And going back there every time and uh, having coaches like like Clive, like Jomo, like uh, like local people who are fantastic. So, uh, no, uh, it, was a, it was a great adventure. But like I told you, yeah, you always have maybe some dilemma with new players coming in and who often didn't live so much in the country or never played in the country and who are coming as, as new people. You can understand that sometimes when the people don't know you, it's quite difficult at the beginning, but after that, it's uh, you to make the job for the people to, to accept you, you know, this is the most important. And as we wrap up now, Pierre, we've spoken a lot about Bafana Bafana, but you can give us some insight on France because you also live in, in, in France. Why do you think France maybe chose a team like South Africa to play during this international window? Yeah, uh, you know, like I told you, uh, every coach, every player wants to choose against the best teams uh, in the world, even in, in a friendly game. And uh, like I said before, I think uh, tomorrow is a, is, a great, uh, is a great time, is a great team to play against. And, and uh, South Africa is also lucky to play against a team like France because everybody wants to play against the, the world champion. It will be a total different game of the game in, uh, that uh, the team played against uh, Guinea. But I'm sure that the team will show you know, all the, 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 the confidence and all the the, the, the motivation to, to get a great result and, of course, a, a great picture of uh, our, our country and our football. And going into the World Cup later this year, what's the feeling in France about their squad, about their team? Do they believe that they can defend it? They defend the World Cup title? I think, yes. Uh, I mean, all the media, everybody's quite positive with, uh, with this team. Especially now that also uh, they have an extra guy who's been quite good for the last three, four years uh, in Real Madrid. I mean, to have Benzema, uh, he won't be here uh, tomorrow, but to have a player like Benzema on top of your, 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 your team is quite good. And if you take the last three years, Benzema is flying all over in Madrid. So, yeah, they are quite, uh, of course, confident. Everybody in France, the press is confident about it. But like I said, you know, the tournament is long and especially also everybody wants to win the world champion. So there will be, everybody will be waiting to, to beat France. So it will not be easy because even if you check, you can see Italy, like I told you, was out against uh, New Macedonia. So uh, yeah. in football, you know, everything can happen. So 
they have to be very careful, but I think, yeah, they have the quality. I mean, you have Mbappé, you have so many new players coming in who are, who are very good, and we will also see some of them tomorrow. So, uh, but at the end, it depends on the mentality. Do they really want to defend it? They do it. And this is totally different, you know? Mm. And the last one from me is, um, how do you feel about Bafana Bafana struggling to qualify for Afcons, struggling to qualify for the World Cups now? How do you feel of, about where South African football is? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, of course it was a disappointment because, uh, like everybody, but if you see also the last African Cup, the level has totally changed. You see, <laughs> the Algeria the has won the African Cup two years before. They were kicked out after the first round, and you had teams that really were surprising in the African Cup. So it shows you that in football now, everything can happen. But I think that, yeah, I mean, hopefully Bafana Bafana took, uh, took knowledge about all the the, you know, the mistakes of the lessons, and hopefully we want to see them in the next one in, uh, in Azucos. It will be great. It will be wonderful indeed. It's been great talking to you, Pierre. Um, it's been wonderful. We haven't heard from you in a long time, and I hope that you're encouraged by how people, how people remember you. They don't just remember you for their own goals, Pierre. There's much more you did for Bafana. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks all. for the time. All the best. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Pierre Isa joining us all the way from Dhaka in Senegal, ahead of Senegal's clash against um, Egypt, who lead 1-0 from the first leg. And there you have it. I mean, time t- time heals, I guess, judging by the voice notes here. 20 or so odd years later, people have forgiven Pierre Isa. They consider him as one of the greatest players to have played for Bafana Bafana. Eh? Football, man, is something else. I, I not therefore football. Eh? Doesn't have a, a therefore. Can we call him a Bafana Bafana legend? Velile. Is he a legend, Pierre Isa? Definitely. Okay, Velile says definitely. Two World Cups. Okay, two World Cups, three Afcons, bronze medalist, almost 50 caps. Um, so Velila reckons we can call him a Bafana Bafana legend. Because sometimes the word legend is loosely used here in South Africa. Hey, you see some analysts on TV and then you see Orlando Pirates legend. But ah, ah, this guy. See someone on TV, Sundown's legend. Ah, but this guy, he's got eight goals in five seasons. In, in in five seasons, and some legends even even won the Bafana Bafana won the Bafana Bafana jersey. But they are legends, so that's why we must be careful when we use the term legends. But okay, we'll take it from our man here that Pierre Isa is a legend. And there's so much reaction here on social media for Pierre Isa. I didn't realize. Okay, there's one guy who's really not happy. He's just tweeted us WTF exclamation mark when we said we're speaking to Pierre Isa. Um, oh, somebody says Isa stands for I'm sorry, South Africa. Jeez, I didn't know that. I'm sorry, South Africa. Lisibe Joel says it's nice to hear from Pierre, apart from the two own goals against France, which I personally thought he was unlucky, but he represented us with honor and dedication after that. I know people might disagree, hence we have opinions. And Ngosi Kaya says, yeah, but this man made sure we lose games. Um, and then Ramaru says, please don't open the phone lines. What do you think the listeners want to say to Pierre? We did, and they were nice. They were nice to Pierre Issa. So time heals. Okay, we're going to move on. We're going to talk rugby now. Uh, we want to talk about our, uh, well, I mentioned at the top of the show, our teams are doing well in the home leg of the URC. And uh, the Lions have also turned their form around here, putting up some impressive wins at home. And uh, Coach Ricardo Lopsha will speak to us after this break.